0: Some Thoughts on Thoughts and Prayers by Jack Dodgen. Social media has fundamentally changed the way we interact. Specifically, we feel we must respond to or have an opinion on everything. To make matters worse, these responses are often met with responses of their own. Respond too quickly and you are guilty of someone trying to score quote-unquote internet points. Respond too slowly and you are charged with not acting quick enough. Respond with nothing and you are labeled as someone who callously turns a blind eye to the plight of others. Everything you say can, and likely will, be used against you in the court of public opinion. In other words, the internet sucks. One phrase that has found itself under fire in recent years is the phrase thoughts and prayers. As tragedies happen, this phrase will continue to be used, and disdainful mocking will follow. As a result, I wanted to respond and provide some of my own thoughts on the phrase thoughts and prayers. Point number one, hypocrisy abounds. For our first two points, we will focus on those who hate the phrase, thoughts, and prayers. The disdain for the phrase, thoughts, and prayers hinges on the idea that prayer does nothing. More on that in point three. Ironically, it is not uncommon for those who condescend Christians in their prayers to turn around and send good vibes or say, my heart goes out to so-and-so. At worst, this is blatant hypocrisy. If my appeals to a higher power do not accomplish anything, your good vibes certainly do not. At best, these are phrases indicating community or comfort, that we are in this struggle together, which means these phrases, to the non-believer, are no better or worse than the phrase, thoughts and prayers. Point number two. This phrase is not indicative of inaction. Opponents of thought and prayers assume that this is the only action being taken by the one that says it. Sometimes this is true. Sometimes this phrase is used for gain, for example, a politician talking about prayer to appeal to religious voters. Sometimes this phrase is all that can be done. We cannot always do something about a problem on the other side of the world or even the other side of the country, but we can pray. In that case, I would think it would be better to do at least that, as opposed to nothing at all. Finally, sometimes this phrase is used alongside action. You do not know the personal lives of those who say thoughts and prayers. They may foster children, volunteer at organizations, give to charity, or generally be active servants in their communities. The entirety of a person's character should not be assumed from a short statement or hashtag. Instead of assuming you know someone's whole life based on one tweet, get to know them and try to figure out what you can do better together to solve the problem. Point number three. This phrase is not a replacement for other actions. We turn our attention now to those that use the phrase thoughts and prayers. We pray because we believe that prayer is effective and powerful. James chapter 5 verses 13 through 18 is a particularly robust text that shows us the working of prayer. However, it is also the book of James that shames Christians for seeing a brother or sister in need, wishing them well, and going on your way. James chapter 2 verses 14 through 17. Do not confuse what I am saying here. Prayer is one of the most powerful actions a Christian can participate in, but it should not be the only action we participate in. If you can provide for the need, pray for the person and take care of what they lack. If you are not sure what you can do, pray and then ask others what you can do in addition to help. Christians, we need to accompany the faith of our prayers with the working of our hands as often as we can for faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. James chapter 2, verse 17. Point number four. Do not be surprised at the ridicule. It should not surprise us that those who do not believe in God see crying out to Him as complete foolishness. This, however, should not change anything for us. The lives of Christians are not supposed to make sense to non Christians. In fact, it is those actions that do not make sense that cause non believers to evaluate both our lives and theirs and ask, why? 1 Peter 2, 11 through 12, and chapter 3, verses 14 through 16. Do not be surprised that those who do not believe in God mock those that do. Bear with the mockery, smile through the ridicule, refuse to stoop to their level of character bashing and continue to serve God in the way he desires. It is through this process that many nonbelievers have come to know Christ. The next time tragedy strikes or evil rears its ugly head, do not be afraid to send thoughts and prayers to those who are hurting. Yes, you will likely have to put up with condescension from non-believers, but that does not make prayer any less our duty or any less effective. We must be sure to accompany our prayers with action, lest we prove the detractors correct in their assessment of God and his followers.